This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. They still have not found the people responsible for drawing penises on the KFC bags. <laughs> Good. I know you think that sounds uh, random. It is not. Uh, in Auckland, a father received a rude shock uh, when his KFC bag had penises drawn on it. Uh, opting for the drive through he says there was nothing unusual about the order, no confrontation with staff before he was asked to park in front of the store while his order was completed. So he's waiting on the chicken. After a brief wait, a male staff member appeared handed him the bag, which was passed to his 8- and 10-year-old children. That's when uh, my son said, Dad, what's what's on the bag? And it was penises. <laughs> how, well, how do you not know how it appears? It's looks the like. old classic. I'm looking at it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's a good. Eighth grade. Yeah. Governor said the contents of the order were written on the bag, but there was also uh, male genitalia scribbled all over the bag. I looked at the bag, thought, what in the actual F I showed it, which is a. Logical response, showed it to my partner and said, look at this. They can't find, Carpenter went straight back in the store. Staff members were kerfuffled when he pressed her on the issue. She really didn't know what to say or where the penises came from. And I said, listen, I just literally come out of my car because you just handed me the food. And this is what's on the bag. He said, remain calm while asking questions. The staff member admitted she wrote the order but completely denied drawing the penises on the KFC bag. What if she has a disorder? She was offered. He was offered a refund, which he accepted, and left the bag behind. Where she just draws penises but doesn't remember. KFC is investigating the caper of the penis. Hey, you know what else penis. you could have done? You could have just thrown the goddamn bag away. Called a sack on a sack. <laughs> went about your friggin' day. I'll be goddamn if I'm going to turn around and drive back in there and be <laughs> like, hey, there's a dick on my bag. Well, he's absolutely horrified, so you've got it completely wrong. Hey, bro. No, I... There's something wrong with you if you're that scared of a penis drawing. Right, right. You just tell the kids it's a rocket ship. No, you and, don't. And, and move you on. You say, that is a penis. <laughs> and it probably shouldn't be drawn on the bag, but that is what a penis looks like. Right, and then you can make your dining choices going forward. And then you move about your day. Yeah, I don't because think... Because everybody's got genitals. I mean, I, I, I like the uh, going in for a refund. That's probably an instant refund, if they believe you. Uh, but I don't know what to tell you. Stop being a damn baby. I, 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 I picture a dad and two kids screaming at the top of their lungs because they saw a penis, uh, evil penis I'm on a tell you KFC right bag. If me and Avery got fast food and there were dicks drawn be on, on the fa- bag. It'd be on Facebook in two seconds. We'd be laughing our asses <laughs> off. It would make our goddamn day. As a matter of fact, I prefer a KFC with a penis on <laughs> yeah. my bag. Yeah, hey, I need my money back. There's no but penis I, on I, my bag. Am I going to call the television station Right. to have a... Uh, uh, Marcus Arsvald, or wait, did no, I get his yeah. name right? Arsvald, right? Have yeah. Arsvald come out and bother me in the middle of it? No, he's got more important things to report. <laughs> uh, I'm here to see about the dick doodle on the bag. <laughs> it's a dick doodle. Can I get a good shot of the dick doodle? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know whether you take that to the next level and call, you know, or alert the FBI. Is right. he a Kevin for this? Oh, See, there's Karen and Kevin. Kevin's the other. Oh, I thought it was Ken's. Oh, I thought it was Kevin's. 
I uh, my I would think a ten year old would find that pretty funny. Am I well? And how did the kid not know what a penis was? Am it I was, the kid? In fact, has a penis. Right. Am I off on that? Is my age uh, well, a penis equation off? I thought they totally know that. Well, yeah. How old are the kids? Yeah, a penis. Ah. Okay. Slow news day. Mm. I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, which one of you sons of bitches drew the penis on the bag? Who's the dick on the bag expert in here? Step forward. An eight and a ten-year-old? Eight and a ten-year-old. Uh, it will listen. forever be known as the penis incident. <laughs> well, they better get some therapy. They saw a penis drawing. Tonight on CBS News, penis gate. It's not like a good... It's not like a detailed penis drawing either. No, it's not like it's a it's a loose interpretation of a right. penis. Yeah, <laughs> right. It is. Uh, uh, I could see if it was like a detailed, shaded out, right. had pubes, right, and veiny. Hey, I, calm down over there. I could see. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> then being like, okay, this is kind of a detailed dick. Right. Right. You know. Uh, but this is nothing. Just, just throw it away. God. Uh, why do you got to agitate me, Red What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Dude, giant effing pumpkins. Uh, this is a whole thing. Um, Charlie Shortino, good old Chuck. Hello, Chucky. He makes, well, grows. He doesn't make them. He grows giant pumpkins. Um, I don't know if any of you knew that. Uh, his pumpkin page is, um, I believe it's Fat Pumpkins. Um, anyway. That's not what I get when I, uh. Google fat pumpkins. Well, fat pumpkin. That's one. Like something else. Singular. Right, right. That's the difference. Two men, one dream, growing the largest pumpkin the world has ever seen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, poor Charlie, he's not had a great year. Uh, his giant pumpkin is dead, Jim. A mouse took it out. Really? Yeah. Uh, which is depressing because he spends a lot of time. Trying to grow those damn pumpkins. Yeah, what's it take, know? like 10 minutes to put the weather together? Psh, now you're home watering your pumpkin. I'll tell you more about this. Uh, so September 12th, my pumpkin growing season came to an end last week. In true David versus Goliath fashion, a two-ounce mouse defeats a 1,200-pound pumpkin. He grew a 1,200-pound pumpkin. Yeah, like like it's, you know, a, a hobby. It's yeah. just, it is a hobby. I know, I know, but it's just like... It, it takes a lot. I'll yeah. get into the details of how much it takes yeah. right now. Take it to the house. Give me PC2. Minnesota man has broken the world record. World record. With a pumpkin weighing in at 2,749 pounds. Um, his name is Travis Ginger. Talking about the logistics of I guess, actually weighing the pumpkin. 
and the moment he broke the record. This thing's not going to weigh on a 4 by 4 scale. I said it needs something bigger. I mean, the thing's 7 foot 5 long by 6 foot 7. But yeah, they had to buy a new scale for it. This thing's been surprising. This thing's named Michael Jordan because it's 23 and the greatest basketball player of all time. So the only thing we got to figure out is it the greatest pumpkin of all times. Two, seven, four, nine. That's a world record. World record. I want that guy to announce our... Funerals. Funerals. <laughs> he died what he loved best, trying to find his way around the forest. He had no idea where he was going. Give it up for Johnny Danger. That guy has got to have a job at my funeral. Dude. <laughs> okay, so this fella here that grew, uh, Michael Jordan, yeah. teaches horticulture at Anoka Technical College near Minneapolis. Uh, he's got a leg up. He's a scientist. He has been growing pumpkins since he was a dang teenager. Wow. He also broke the American record last year with a 2,560-pound pumpkin. In other words, it's Charlie Shortino's arch nemesis. Uh. <laughs> Nice. The payout is nine bucks a pound. He sold it for just under twenty five thousand bucks. That would only net him around ten grand because it cost fifteen grand to grow a no giant pumpkin. Kidding. I had no idea. I had no idea either. And I did not know you got paid out. I thought you just walked out and hosed it down and went back to bed. <laughs> right. But weird. I'm turns a little out. Yeah, it turns out. He got an extra thirty grand for breaking the record, so he made about forty thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. He, well, he deserves it. That's pretty cool. That's a So if you think about this, so that's pretty hit and miss, actually. Well, yeah. It takes a lot for the pumpkin, I guess, to get to to maturity. Two thousand seven hundred and forty nine pounds. Keep that in mind, okay? This was the 50th World Championship. The first was in 1974. Guess how much the winning pumpkin weighed in 1974 for the gigantic effing pumpkin contest. Oh, well. uh, We don't actually eff a pumpkin, but. uh, 1974? Yeah. I'm going to say probably not that big. I'll say uh, 710 pounds. Well, sorry to tell you this, John. I'm going to have to shoot you. It was 132 pounds. Really? So, yeah. Think wow. about how significant that growth That's gotta has be been. Growth Genetics. Ho- I was just going to say, check it for growth hormone. So, But he, don't they take the seeds from the champion and it's like a horse. It's like a stud seed. Right? Yeah. They move the seed. They sell the seeds, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Charlie had even posted on the Fat Pumpkin page. Uh, earlier in the year, he was all like, I got exclusive seeds. He was all excited, and then a mouse did him in. Ah. So let's see, what did it, what was the post? It was like, big seeds, big plans. Yeah, big things, big pumpkins coming this year. So, yeah, he must have got one of the prize-winning seeds. Didn't matter, though, did it? Um, pumpkins that we use for jack-o'-lanterns are around 10 pounds. So that would be like 275 of them. <laughs> it can make at least 687 pumpkin pies. It's as heavy as a walrus, a hippopotamus, or a Mazda Miata with two actual Michael Jordans sitting in it. So That's so huge. So these, cut from 130 pounds, so these have been bred over the decades. Yeah. These seeds. Totally. These pumpkins. Well, yeah, I mean, think about it too, like how, you know, you can get all kinds of different pumpkins out there. There's 
the pie pumpkins mm-hmm. and there's whatever. There's white ones. There's blah, 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 blah. So it would make sense that they just have kept breeding the bigness into certain seeds. Right. <laughs> That's a huge pumpkin. And then and then after that, it's uh, some TLC, a lot of water. Uh, and uh, yeah. And uh, keep the mice out. And then and then and then cross your fingers, right? Well, yeah, I remember like he Charlie's out there breeding his pumpkins. He had a video about pumpkin sex. Mm-hmm. Rather graphic. Um and uh yeah, you have to there's obviously keeping pests away and vine maintenance and everything else. So it's weird we're talking about selective breeding with pumpkin seeds. I know. <laughs> so Hello, I'm Charlie Shortino. I'm a competitive vegetable grower. Hello. But by the way, there's a cold front coming in. I didn't know it cost fifteen thousand no, dollars. No freaking clue. That blows me away. Yeah. I didn't know they got paid either. Didn't know I that either. thought it was just like uh this is fun to do kind of thing, you know? I'm sure they have secrets they don't tell us about too. I'm sure there's like oh, yeah. something else they pump into them or something. Us regular pumpkin people? Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. No. We had a volunteer pumpkin grow in our garden, uh, was it last year or the year before? Which was kind of neat because I, I smash up the pumpkins from Halloween and mm. then put them out for the critters. And I don't know, one of them must have planted a gosh darn pumpkin seed in my wildflower garden. What I wonder what this... The secret is to when it gets that to that those big weights to not split under its own. There's got to be. Are you moving it? I'm sure you're pruning it and things, but there's got to be. Do you move it? No. See, there's like there's always one side of it that's flat, right? Because that's where it. See it. Okay, so that's you want that then. Yeah, because otherwise, okay, how are you going to transport it? Right. You'd have a two thousand seven hundred fifty pound ball. Right. Look at all them old white dudes. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> that is weird. He called it Michael Jordan. I've never seen a black dude at a pumpkin growing contest <laughs> or a hockey game, weirdly. I don't know what's going on out there. A lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, g- genetics, feeding, it's... Yeah, it's a full time job, isn't it? You it's now a that lot. I, I kind of get a grip on the whole art form, right? And the anxiety of it all—you spend. I mean, how much time did Charlie spend with that goddamn pumpkin, and then a mouse chewed through the vine? Right, right. So then it's like, oh my god, you spent months, you know, since whatever March when you plant your seeds inside, and so six months he spent. Nurturing that goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a weird obsession. You know, it's and then very like, strange. You get, you plant it outside, and what you go to bed at night and hope nothing crazy right. happens while you're unable to watch right. your pumpkin. The weather's got to be right. It's just like you're a farmer. I mean, yeah, you know, everything's just got to be perfect, I guess. And then and then they're one in a million. Did you say that guy had had other record-breaking pumpkins? Yeah, he had. Mm-mm. The American record last year he broke with a 2,560-pound pumpkin. 
So now he broke. See, I feel like you and I should just try to grow a pumpkin before we graduate to the big guys. I did grow one. Yeah. But not on purpose. <laughs> well, that'll come in handy. <laughs> we try to grow a 2,000 pounder. <laughs> nice. Whoops. What? What is that? <laughs> I thought I planted corn. And I did do that. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if I if I could grow a pumpkin, that'd be a good start. If I could get something to yeah. grow, that would be a great start. For sure. But, and then, do, do they plant like 20 of them around in a field to see which one starts taking off? Or? Right. Is this like, yeah. like in vitro where like you have like four embryos exactly. or are you just doing right. one? Right. You got to keep a barn full of manure handy, and oh my God, it sounds. The more we talk about it, the more it sounds like a pain in the ass. Yeah, it seems like a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. His wife is probably tired of hearing about pumpkins, don't you think? Right. Anyway, so let me go. see what I got here. Uh, get a hot take on a on a on a gourd. Hi, how's it going? Hey. Does it say anywhere? Because I thought I heard on the news about this pumpkin that he had to give it like 120 or 150 gallons of water a day. Oh, my it God. It drank that much water every day. You know what that water bill would be in the forest? Yeah, like $10,000. <laughs> like, no. When I was growing my yard, I swear to God, I had to sprinkle her on all day. I had three of them on it. It was like $500 a month. Man, that if that brewery goes into forest, your beers are going to be pretty expensive with oh, the water like that. Dude, the water table is going to just dry right out. Oh, yeah, that's going yeah. to be fun. Oh, my God. All right, man. Thank you. Later. Token, yeah. Token Creek's going to be dry creek. and going to be no water That'd over there. That'd be crazy. Well, and then, like, this guy had to transport that pumpkin from Minnesota <laughs> all the way to San Francisco. Right. So. Yeah, how do you, and then and then when it's over. So talk about a puckered butthole the whole drive. Yeah, no kidding, dude. No kidding. Yeah. Who do you, you'd have to have a specialized moving company. Mm-hmm. It'd be like hauling a nuclear yeah. reactor. Wow. But that's a lot of water. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Charlie single-handedly destroying the environment. Yeah, meteorologist, you should know better. No. I'm not going to besmirch Chuck. And then uh It'd be fun getting some tannerite and blowing the hell out of them when you realize it's not going to make it. Yeah. Get to about a thousand. It's amazing that a thousand pounder is a, is a makes you a loser. Yeah. That's incredible. Try to again next year, dickbag. <laughs> mm. It's fierce competition in the pumpkin grove. I, I they guess. should make a, I'll tell you what they ought to make. A uh, movie about they it. They ought to make a movie. They ought to remember the the show about dog show, best in show. Totally. They ought to do that with pumpkins. God, that would be hilarious. It or would like be a, awesome. Like a Spinal Tap, best in show. God, would that or be like hilarious? Or like the movie Butter, where it was about the butter carving competition. Yeah. Yes, I'm in. We both had the same vision. Somebody do that. Shh, shh. I can hear my pumpkin getting fatter. Yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it growing. Hi, how's it going? You know, I buy a 16-pound pumpkin. I can barely haul that sucker to the van. What did this guy get? Would he use a bobcat hey. to get this son of a gun there? You, I mean, if it was 2,749 pounds, how much can a bobcat lift? Probably not that much. Probably not that much. Gun. Yeah. I, this guy's crazy. I, he needs a hobby like drinking. I, uh, I would... Uh, 
I, it would be fascinating also just to see how they do transport a 2,000-pound pumpkin. So, I'd love to see it. Different bobcats are going to have different capacity ratings, but this one, so this one's at 2,050 pounds. Um, this is like a bigger bobcat doing 6,780 pounds that's got the track wheels and everything. No, you'd have to go out to you'd have to go out to Sunbelt Rental and get yourself yeah. some kind of big lift. How do you it's know when it's there? I like it. How do you know when it's done growing? The competition's here, and you have to go. That's how you. Know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. I just wondered. Okay, man. Thanks, buddy. Hey, later. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, hello. Hey, so I think that they lift it like they do the whales. You know how they got like the big like tarp underneath? Oh it? They yeah, it like a crane, like a sling. Because, like 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 Johnny had said, it's gonna split open if you lift it the wrong way. It's yeah. gonna implode on itself. So you almost gotta like cradle it. Oh my god! Yeah, you think you need you need a moving company? Or- There's probably a pumpkin. Moving company. You know how, like, you know, like, I like when there's, you know, you know, I like when there's, uh, in those movies, uh, about fat people. Yeah. Where it takes like eight paramedics to lift some fat ass out of his bed, get him onto a gurney to take him in to yeah. clean his folds out. Yeah. It, it would look something like that, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks, Thank buddy. You. Yeah. Guys got sponsored by Dawes Crane to come out there and pick it Dawes up. Crane. There's a, sure. there's a good cheap plug. For sure. Thanks, man. Hey, man, thanks. You bet. Dawes plug, write that down. New uh, sponsor for the Fake It Aid. <laughs> Hi. Hey, my neighbor grows them big pumpkins. Uh, I went down there with my track New Holland skid loader, and we used uh, a webbed harness that wraps around the pumpkins and lifts it straight up. Holy crap. Yeah, what do you think the uh, poundage was on that? On the big it, one. It came in at 1978 pounds. Whoa. What? Whoa, that's got to be yeah, a state qualifier, doesn't it? That'd have to be a state yeah, qualifier. The first time I did it, I didn't even know it was, you know, a big deal, so I wasn't even nervous. And <laughs> this year when I did it, I kind of went in with a different perspective, that's for sure. See, there you go. Proof that ignorance is bliss. The less you knew, the better off you were about it. Yep. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thanks, no, it's it's just it's weird to the layman. It would just seem like growing a sixty, like that guy says, sixty pound pumpkin to a nineteen hundred pound pumpkin. There would be some HGH and something we don't know. And I know whatever whatever you pump into it, water, whatever calcium. What, I, I have no idea, but it would just seem like there would be to get to that level. It's just a special seed. It's yeah. a special kind of pumpkin. All right. Like how I'll the, take your word for it. You know. This is amazing. It is amazing. It's I find it fascinating. I the more I read about it, the more I'm like, what is going on? This is a whole like I wonder if I subsect I wonder of if Halloween. Char- I wonder if Charlie Shortino's mom used to call him pumpkin when he was a kid. I don't know. When I he- wonder if he cried. When he got called pumpkin? No, when the mouse chewed through the vine. Oh. I'd have a nervous breakdown. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Charlie Shortino, Forbidden Pumpkins, tonight on Channel 15. He's like hammered at the local bar. They're like, Psh, Charlie lost his pumpkin today. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess. He sent him flowers. I guess. He's I just, like, in lieu of flowers, please donate to the pumpkin patch. Ah. Uh, <laughs> God, that would be that would be so surreal to be hugging it out with Charlie after he's just crying down yeah. at the end of the bar. Yeah, about his pumpkin, and he's like showing you videos of him dancing around the pumpkin. Right, right, right. Yeah, like little sad pictures. Yeah, these were happier times. Yeah, it's a tragedy, man. If only, if only I'd watered it more, I could have went to state. You can't you can't think about it like that, man. He said Uncle Rico of pumpkin growing. <laughs> yeah. Next he, and then he finally gets frustrated and he says, Next year I'm gonna grow, grow the world's biggest banana. Uh, I got an idea. <laughs> we need more drinks down here. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. It's hump day. All right, it is hump day. We like to talk about sex yeah. and wieners. Yeah. Scientists have unsheathed an electrifying new treatment for erectile dysfunction that's better than popping a little blue pill. It's radio waves. That's right. Just push <laughs> pushes radio right up to your wiener and we'll cure everything. New research published in the International Journal, <sighs> Journal of Impotence Research suggested that self-administered low-intensity radiofrequency zaps straight to the penis Whoa. could be effective for ED treatment due to anatomical and physiological changes in the penile tissue. When used at lower frequencies, the radio frequency creates heat. Yes, my natural heat. Due to the interaction between molecules and ions, Triggering structural changes. So you don't, you don't. Creation of collagen and elastic fibers. Gotcha. Yeah. So you don't stick your wiener up to the speaker. Sure. Do it. I dare you. Rub it around. (laughs) But don't do it at Best Buy. That'd be a bad look. (laughs) Buddy, could you put your pants on? Over the course of two months and 12 treatments, 32 study participants aged 41 to 78 self-treated with the radio waves. Outcomes were evaluated using a questionnaire. Uh, One month after treatment, 28 of the men completed follow-up. Researchers found that 50% of the patients achieved normal erectile function after treatment. Wow. And 11 of those reported significantly improved sexual function. Three, however, reported no benefits. Mm -hmm. And their wives were all like, (laughs) shut that damn radio off. Overall, participants did not complain of any side effects and said the device was comfortable, simple, and easy to operate. Um, So there you go. Uh, This news comes as a host of alternative ED treatments that have recently emerged. Quick-acting nasal spray. What about Botox? Another recent study suggested that the um, sufferers try to improve their sleep quality as a possible cure. Yeah, sleep is a, a BFD for like everything. How much is uh, the radio shock 
thing. You get a discount for cash up front or how well, much? Well, this was like all that? experimental. Oh, Jesus. But once it's on the market, you're going to pay $8 billion. I, I wonder if I can build my own penile uh, radio wave yes. shock program from a diagram in Popular Mechanics. Do it. A blender, a, a paper clip, and a thin mint. Mm-hmm. It's like when Rico bought a time machine. I uh, was golfing with my buddy yesterday, and we had an interesting uh, conversation at uh, the Oaks Golf Bar yesterday about erections. Okay. It is National Coming Out Day, so. You jackass. <laughs> this is what we talk about. Our sex lives and whatnot. No, he's very happy. He started, guess what he started, and and this is no lie, uh, 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 beat chews. You didn't let me friggin' guess, first of all. You would have said hustler or something. You would have said something ridiculous. Giant pumpkins. Beat chews. He's been on them for about three months and says he gets raging boners. Dre ain't got nothing on them beats. Factually correct. Um, I love beets. You can get them at, uh, he takes two a day, and it's good for, look it up, I forget. It's it's like cardiovascular, but it's good for blood flow. Uh, your your yeah. ar- It's good for your arteries. But I can't remember the verbiage on. It's called super beets. Super beets. Yeah. Beet shoes. Right. They should pay us for this. It's true. So that might be something you might want to look at. Can't you just eat beets? Something like natural, something more natural. Well, I think this is more of a uh, on the run, on the go, in a bag, chew it and move, you know. Are you telling me you don't have beets in your pocket right now? I don't have a beet in my pocket. You can check. I don't think that's a beet. (laughs) It's got some fuzz. It's got some fuzz on it. I believe that's a peach. Check that. Yeah, I think it's an artery um, widening something, blah, 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 science, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, that's supposed to do a bunch of stuff for you. That's just a gosh darn superfood, man. Mm-hmm. Hot damn. So try that, fellas. Well, whatever. Radio, beats. He's got more energy. Well, he didn't want to uh, get into weird supplements and stuff like that, so he, uh, his doctor recommended beet juice. Wow. So he takes uh, a little melatonin and beet juice at night and... Uh, Said he wakes up feeling like a porn star. Hmm. So there's something. There's a beat for you to chew on. Just just check it in. I know. I've heard other people advertise those. Now I too. I countered my buddy by saying, "What if I hang a dumbbell on my wiener and stretch it?" So we're gonna try that later. Tonight. Good. I hope I hope you do. We're gonna go out to his garage and try that. Yeah, just guy things. <laughs> what we talk about <laughs> okay uh, uh well well uh, you're rubbing your wiener together with not, your friend. we're not rubbing wieners oh. we're just talking about life dude just dudes talking about dude stuff we can have those conversations because we're comfortable in our own skin then he chewed a beet chew and spit it into your mouth <laughs> <laughs> i said i said whoa check feel this dude Pants got tight. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Hey, so two things. First, am I the only one that heard Super Beats and thought that that would make a great cover verbiage for Super Beast? Oh, dude, very nice. 
Oh, little Rob Zombie up yeah. in there? Also, All if, right, I like that. If, if you take those pills, do you, instead of a penis, have a super beat stick? <laughs> I love you. Technically, yes, you do. Roll with it, man. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm worried about the radio wave stuff, more of like the reproductive end of that. That sounds a little sketch to me. You think so? Yeah. Like the little... Well, yeah. I mean, I, it, but you, you're you targeting... How do you target, like, tissue in your penis without... I don't know, man. I don't know. So you're, you're breaking it down and regrowing? Is it like a, a workout? It's so weird. Because you want damage, right? Don't you want damage from it to regrow it? To regrow your boner? No. I don't know. You don't want to damage it. It's just. I'd like to talk to a urologist. I, I golf with one, okay. but I haven't seen one, uh, seen him in a while. I get run that beat thing. Triggering by. structural tra- changes and the creation of collagen and elastic fibers. Yeah. I think you want to get the plaque like out of your wiener artery. And then uh, you can do that with beet shoes. Yeah, I'd start you sound with a, like a doctor. I'd, st- I'd start with a beet chew and then uh, go for there and see what happens. Because he didn't want to take Viagra. He's not ready for Viagra. But, you know, I, and I say, well, it's either a low testosterone issue, which you can get tested and find out. You can eliminate all of these issues with your tissues. Mm-hmm. But he he goes, so I wanted to start something natural, and they recommended it. He goes, it's, he goes I, it's not my imagination. So, there you go, man. Yeah. I'm just giving you a tip. Something to try. Oof. A lot of weenus. I, I think it's good for high blood pressure, too. I think it lowers your your your, your blood pressure. It, inc- it increases the nitrous oxide, somebody said. That's it. That's what I That's what I read. Tom, he always knows. Tom, you and your boner. Hi, how's it going? Hey, when you guys got done talking about your boners, did one of you yell out, Did we just become best friends? <laughs> oh, we were the best. Of... Out, and then you ran out to the garage and did some karate. We're the... Oh, dude. It's my favorite movie. It is my favorite movie. And we, and we had pirate hats on. You forgot about that. We were in our pirate treehouse with our pirate hats and hustlers. Jesus Christ. This where do you a... rank? Where do you rank stepbrothers in your pantheon of great movies? Don't hate me. You suck. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. How's it going, everybody? It's rocking. Okay, so uh, love makes people do weird things. Mm. 65-year-old man in New Hampshire named Michael Arnold. First problem, he has two first names. He's been arrested for stalking a woman for four years, but he wasn't just following her around. Uh He would also fly a small (laughs) propeller plane over her house in New York and throw tomatoes on her roof from above. He'd sometimes do these flybys three times a week. Uh And yeah, she could definitely hear it. She said he'd fly so close that the doors and windows would rattle. Right. He's dive bomber. Yeah. Woman said she made repeated complaints, but she couldn't get the authorities to take her seriously, even when her neighbors were like, yes, there is a low-flying plane throwing tomatoes, which is weird. 
Even when they did listen, uh, she could not get the police to work with the FAA. Even though the plane was Michael's, he denied that he was the one flying it. But he refused to reveal who the pilot was. So he was pretty accurate. He said, I might be able to, but I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. If they don't want to get involved, I can't get them involved. He sounds like a real dickbag. Good. Now, he never had a relationship with a victim. It started when he was a customer who would show up at her cafe and be creepy. At one point, he emailed her dick pics. Oh, hello, Brett Favre. She warned him to cool it, and that's when he started stalking and threatening her from the ground, the air, and on social media. (laughs) God, he's a... Hey, I know this is weird and funny, but it's also scary because these are the people that kill women. Yeah, it's true. And think about how much effort and and money it took to do all this stuff. You know, airplane fuel and, yeah. and, and, and you know maintenance and buying to, the the tomatoes. Right. So, and she rejected him, and that's how she got here. And that's almost always the case. What a waste of good tomatoes. Save it for the BLT, yeah, dog. Dude. Yeah, dude. What the hell? Um, now, he already had an order of protection against him, so now he's facing an additional eight counts of misdemeanor criminal contempt as well as one felony count. Wow. Mm-hmm. Are you just seeing the lady there on the ground with her tomato in her mouth? Just, I saw it coming, but I couldn't get out of the way. When a stalker throws you tomatoes, you make soup. Something like that. Maybe he wanted to, um, the tomato was a metaphor falling out of the sky so they could hook up, have lunch, and catch up. I never know whether this is on or not. Did that broadcast? I never know. the juice is not worth the squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) So I assume you lose your uh, pilot's license for life. I don't know how that stuff works. No, no, like they, they can't even get the cops to work with the FAA. <laughs> He's got misdemeanors against him. It's literally nothing is going to happen until somebody gets hurt. And you know, it's 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 so regular. His flight in tomato dropping bombing is so regular. The the the, the neighbors even pull the kids in out of the yard. Yeah, kids, the Red Baron's coming. Get in here. Well, right, and I mean, think about. <laughs> It has to be weird for the neighbors, too. Oh, sure. Super weird. Um, Four out of every five stalking victims are women. While high-profile celebrity stalking cases generate considerable media attention, they are relatively rare. Most of it occurs between people who know each other. Less than one-fourth of women and about one-third of men are stalked by strangers. Women are most likely to be stalked by a current or former intimate partner. During the relationship, after it ends, or both points in time. Attack of the killer tomatoes. Uh, mo- the majority of women who are stalked by current or former intimate partners also report having been physically assaulted by these partners. And a sizable percentage, one out of three, also report having been sexually assaulted by the same partners who stalked them. So that sucks. See, I like to look on the uh, glass half full. If, uh, if I saw tomatoes uh, falling out of the sky, I think uh, free salsa. You gotta, you gotta look at, it. you gotta get a positive out of it. Gather them up, head into the house, chop it up. I know you're scared for your life, but here's some tomatoes. Hi. 
He was spooging with my summer to sort artist. See, that's who flies over my house. That's the stalkers I get. Uh, well, he, they love you. That is the last time she will reject someone that wants to salsa dance. <laughs> Thank you. Get out of here. Good. So, let's see you here. You asshole, I love you. Let's see here. If she pulled out a, uh, you don't want to go too big of a caliber, like a twenty-two. Are you going to say and shoot at the plane? Yeah. She's going to be in trouble with the FAA. Who then. cares? You're defending yourself. <laughs> Who cares, dude? Just, uh, you just hit one of the, just hit the prop, hit a little linkage, boom. Guy needs his ass kicked. He does need his ass kicked. He needs some tomatoes thrown at him. I assume they know where he lives. My God. <clears throat> I should not have looked up stats on this. The average length of partner stalking is two and a half years. Wow. That's frightening. My God. That's commitment. Are you telling me? I It is commitment. You're right. You'd be like, man, you don't got to follow through on nothing except your stalking skills. <laughs> Just keep doing what you're doing. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, that is absolutely amazing. Yeah. What? Okay. Among female victims of attempted and completed intimate partner homicide by male partners in the 12 months prior to the attack, 85% of attempted and 76% of completed homicide victims were stalked. Yeah, and then, you know, nothing happens until... Until somebody's hurt. Until somebody gets killed or Mm -hmm. run over or whatever. Yeah, 100%. Or you choke on a tomato. Well, hopefully they see how uh, nutbaggy this guy is. But it just shows, so she did have an order of protection against him. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's just a piece of paper. You know, unless the cops are there as he's close to her, it's not going to protect her life, for Christ's sake. There was an old, uh, what was that movie, uh... Weathering Heights? No. It was set in San Francisco. Um, Whispering Eye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Water Balloon Launcher. No. Oh, that's there. That's good, better. That's a good that's, idea. But then if that plane crashes, 35 children died today in well, a right. plane crash. Now all of a sudden you're in that. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton played this landlord that uh, those stalker movies are, are are pretty badass. Yeah. But it was Michael Keaton. I don't know if he was the landlord or he lived there. He was like in the floorboards. It was in San Francisco. Does that ring a bell? No. Look that up once. You should see it. I mean, he played a a really great scary like, guy character. I like Michael Keaton. Well, right. I mean, he's he's diverse, dude. Dude. Wither not Withering Heights. God, and you know what? He's actually aged well. A lot of those he actually has. are like Yeah, he actually has. Ooh. ooh. Yeah, no. Did you get that one? I'm looking. This is my movie tip of the week. I'm looking. Um, Anything with Michael Keaton is great. Okay, when was it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Pacific I, Heights? That's what it was. I was thinking of Withering Heights. Pacific Heights. God, check that movie out. Melanie Griffith? Yeah, who was the Beverly other? Beverly D'Angelo? Yeah, but who was the dude? Who played the dude? Forget Birdman. Watch Pacific Heights. It's better. You'll like it. Matthew Modine, yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Matthew Modine, yeah. that's who it was. He was pretty good back in the day. 
Psychological thriller. Well, I, like, I like those. Absolutely. He played so many good roles. All right, dude. Especially back in the day. Remember when he, uh, did, do you know his, uh, God, that would have been in, the, was that 80s or 90s? God, was that back? Gung-ho. 1990. When he played the car, the the, uh, the uh, Mr. Mom. His old stuff's fantastic. All of his stuff I like pretty much. All of it that I've seen anyway. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a terrible Michael Keaton movie out there. But. So nothing can get done to the tomato dive bomber until... Well, he's got some misdemeanor stuff against him right yeah. now. <clears throat> and one felony count. Um, so I'm assuming for breaking the, the order. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully he's a weak 65-year-old. I would... Uh, I would uh... Put surveillance on all the tomato stands in the in the three county region. Yeah, where's he getting all these tomatoes from? Right, exactly. How many tomatoes is he dropping at a time? Is it like a bushel or is it like two cherry tomatoes? What's happening here? Well, if a cherry tomato and a regular tomato are dropped at the same time, you know what happens. Ask Da Vinci. Okay, I will. I got to buy weed from him later anyway. <laughs> the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.